interesting. Uh, um, so one thing that I wanted to say before we got off is at the beginning, Lenny had said that uh, words are super important. So I want to make sure that I say anybody who's listening, tell y'all for sure that power of life and death is in the tongue. So like whatever you say, whatever you want, whatever it is that you want to do, speak that shit and like be about it 100%. Because like if you don't tell yourself it, if, if you can't tell yourself that you want to do it, like you got to start there and then everything else can start. Gang, get to make it home, nah, nah. All because they hit the road, uh, uh. Man, on everything I love, yeah, on my soul. I'ma fight to change the story that is told about this yellow tape. Playing instrumentals when I'm riding. You getting a new Xbox? I don't think so. Like, I don't even be having really the urge to play the game because, like, I don't have that much time. And when I do have time, I'd rather do, like, some music shit or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have yeah. free time to be playing the game, to be honest. So it's like. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> so good because you the question I have, since you brought that up, Lonnie, is so like the transition from college to like, okay, like, because all three of y'all, y'all got a job now. Like, y'all adulted in the real world. Are like, how has that transition been? You know what I'm saying? With time management and stuff like that. For me, it's been, I wouldn't say it's like super tough. I think the transition for me, like I wouldn't say like time management has been a hard transition. It's just like I kind of football was like a tough transition or not being able to play, but that kind of like we've been in quarantine so long. The summer allowed that to like kind of get out of my system personally. So it's like here it's just like the corporate shit is just different than anything I ever did, and it's like not something like I never was like oh if football don't work I'm gonna just work some I'm gonna work somewhere like you know what I'm saying like that's not my mindset. So it's like. Yeah, for me, just it's just it's a lot like school to me, like figuring out like, oh, I figured out the system. This is the way that people want to do stuff. Like, I know how I can excel here, but it's just like now it's like, do you want to? It's like I feel like compared to college where it was like, okay, I know I got this time building up to like NFL or building up to this. It's like now you I think about every day like, okay, damn. Am I trying to, am I building toward what I'm doing? I'm getting closer to 23. Before you know it, I'll be 25. Before you know it, I'll be 30. Like, I'll be thinking about that. It goes fast, boy. Hello. It goes fast. Hello yeah. fast. So, like, okay, so where, where are you working at now? Like, I know, but, like, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm working at McKenzie and Company. That's the full name. But consulting, what company. consulting company. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? Me, I do general business consulting. So, like, I'm pretty much go into or we have different clients um that you go on different engagements and you just pretty much help them drive impact in some way so it can be something that's helping companies merge it can be something that's like they have they're trying to transform do a digital transformation or you know i'm saying they can really help them solve any problem or to make other companies better so i I feel like the nature of the work is super like impactful for sure so that's a good part is there like a set of companies that you guys are helping like you're only helping like financial companies or is it just any company so mckenzie is i'm not 100 i'm pretty sure mckenzie's the biggest uh consulting company but i know if not the biggest it's in like the big three or big four whatever of like management consulting but it helps a broad range of everybody every industry uh, you have industry experts in every industry and we touch pretty much all of them so yeah i don't care what about you mo um the biggest shift from college to uh you're in Texas, right? I'm in Texas. I'm in Dallas, Texas. And um I work in the Southern Eats. Yet. Still ain't been to Southern Eats. Still ain't been to Southern Eats. 
I still ain't been to Southern East. I ain't been going nowhere anyway. So, uh, exactly. But actually, I'm gonna try to go soon. That's how the next spot that? I'm trying to go to. How was the? It was. Huh? Oh, it was snowing down there for real, huh? It was. It snowed. It was like Ithaca, really, except really? Uh, there was no. <laughs> there was no uh, roadway cleanup, nothing like that. So everybody was. I tell you, when I I, I was hearing sirens like all the time. It was all the time, bro. All the time. It was crazy. It was posting videos of people in Texas, like roofs was caving in and all time, like flooding. All time. I was like, dang, they really don't know what's yeah. going to snow. That's not built for that. That's, that's <laughs> not at all. They didn't not at all. No money, no money to uh, uh, like disaster preparedness, at least for inclement weather, like like snowstorms like they, they, no, they don't put money towards that so you would think with climate change though but that's and that's another reason like people should say climate change and not just always global warming because yeah. like climates are changing you know what i'm saying that don't mean that everybody's yeah. getting hotter than a motherfucker but they don't believe in it that's the crazy thing <laughs> that's, that's like, nonsense. well and see in dallas though like we have this plan called the uh, um climate equity action plan um, and what that is, is basically like it's acknowledging, you know, all the effects of climate change and all the impacts it has on like uh, communities and cities, resi resiliency and all this kind of stuff. This is what I do. So I'm, I'm a city planner, but, and I know y'all know, Faze, am I speaking to like the podcast or like, am I just- podcast, baby, so let them know. Speaking to the podcast? Yeah, thanks. So I'm a city planner. And um, so I uh, essentially work on- um, development, city development, policy, planning, and programming. Um, basically, I'm responsible for like designing the city. I don't know, it, it like however city runs, however city um, goes up and the things that it's supposed to focus on, I'm responsible for, for designing that type of thing. So anyway, we, uh, my company worked on this, uh, we call it CCAP, on this climate equity action plan and um, it like acknowledges those types of things. And so we are working on it. It's just <sighs> money is money's in different places right now. What's That's the time, thing. like, what's the, I know a lot of companies are doing different initiatives right now. What's the like timeline for that? Cause like, or are there any benchmarks that's like to measure it or is it, is it just like, yeah. oh, we agree that that shit for real or like. Yeah, you know? so it's a plan. So like we have short-term, medium-term and long-term uh, recommendations and um, it's, and we just submitted it recently, so probably last year. So there's still a lot of things to come. It's a proposal. It's not like a thing in Dallas. It's a proposal. No, it's it's an adopted plan. It's an adopted plan. But um, it like now the city has to implement the plan. You know what I'm saying? I got you. And so like, so part of the part of the uh, plan like does like have funding recommendations and this that and the other. Um, but it's on the city to to realize it. So is that what you've been working on specifically? No, actually that, that's the older, that's the older plan. I'm um, getting ready to work on this transit oriented development project though in Dallas. What is that? Which, what is that? So, <laughs> so a lot of what bigger cities are trying to do is they're trying to develop around their transit infrastructure because transit is, or having public transit is what's going to really help reduce vehicle miles traveled and you know help reduce carbon emissions 
and all this kind of stuff. And also, you know, um, having a robust transit infrastructure is kind of what helps uh, bring access from, helps, helps expand access for different communities. So now if you have transit infrastructure that, you know, expands into um, vulnerable communities, you know, communities of color, people uh, who are low income, et cetera, et cetera, you know, if you expand transit stations there um, and like build rail, light rail out there, then, you know, they can get into central city services and, you know, they can be more connected to like, uh, like quality education, um, you know, better markets, et cetera, et cetera. And so what transit oriented development is essentially developing the community around those stations. And so, um, especially where stations are are in those vulnerable areas, you know, us as planners are responsible for designing the area to um, incorporate things that you know provide better medical access, you know, childcare, or you know, better access to education. And um, you know, we're also responsible for designing like the street infrastructure so that you know people can get access to the transit station. And a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of stuff. And it's actually really important because I think no, it's yeah, it's very important. Because I didn't like when you say like, okay, I'm a city planner. I'm thinking like, okay, you put the buildings, like you figure out how the buildings go, but there's so much into like what you're doing and why everything is being put where it is. So that now that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah, so the best way to explain it is like, I I designed the frame that people. Um, design in so like I kind of um, tell them how they can build it and um, then they will build it based on the rules that I set if that makes any sense you set the rules for the box and then motherfuckers get to put their Legos wherever they want yeah the rules you set though yeah exactly so how is exactly. that being how so all that that you're doing Based on like what you were doing back at Cornell, at Cornell University, how has that transition been for you? So now you're doing all that, all the stuff you just said. Yeah. Like, what was the transition like from what you did at Cornell? Playing football. Um, well, thankfully, having that kind of like schedule with football and school and like I, I studied city planning, so I was already doing project-based work for my coursework, but uh it's still tough you know it's tough because you know now you're expected to, to give that high quality output but with strings attached and so you know me working on project-based work I'm always like doing like 100 and and like you got to figure out your boundaries and how you spend your time during the day and you know you really got to focus on how you keep yourself healthy mentally physically emotionally and all that and uh um it, it's it's a whole different beast because now everything has uh everything has i said strings attached but i think that's a better way of saying it um yeah so what's the hours on that like what hours are you working i know we talked about that earlier like what's the hours yeah you? uh so well with project-based work sometimes you're busier sometimes you're not um, and, you know, your hours are basically get the task done, however long it takes you to do it. So sometimes you could be working from, you know, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. 
plus uh or sometimes you might not be working you may be working like a like a nine to five or a nine to three just depends on how the week works and what you what kind of projects you got on your table for me yeah, yeah but it's something it's i'm doing something that i love so you know it, it's worth it and it's like that's but that also makes it even more challenging to make time for myself to keep my my mental healthy and all that kind of stuff you like the poster boy for when they be asking that shit because I would have told the truth, but I fuck with you though. Know, <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, it really depends. You know, he, he could be nine to five one day, nine to three. Like, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be hella hours, it'd be hella yeah, hours. Money knows consulting, all that. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, what about you, Leek? What's going on? Uh. Tell people what you do first. Like, where, where do you do? Well, they do the code shit. Um, I'm I'm in sales at PNG. Uh, yeah, stop playing. You work. Is, you have a dope ass job at PNG. Which is it's a it's a dope ass. I mean, a really dope company. Uh, Hold up, um, I'm the only one cussing. Yeah, bro. Oh, but but you get to do that because you don't say. <laughs> no, but but can we cuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They dope as fuck for real. Um, I I fuck with like. Obviously, I say that with a lot of cynicism. So, like, a lot of, like, yeah, but is this for X, Y, and Z? But I say that while also realizing that what they be doing is cold. So, uh, I can say I'm proud to work for them. But, like, with that, answering your question, like, how has the transition been? Like, I feel like Lenny hit it right on the head when he said, like, I feel like that has just taken up my school space. And it almost fit perfectly. So, it, at PNG, is pretty, like, consistent. I work. Like, I'll say I probably started, like, looking at my laptop around 6.37, but, like, I usually get off before 5. So, like, it's pretty sad, and it was just, like, how school was. Like, I may go to 8 a.m., and then, like, the latest class I have is at, like, maybe 3. But then outside of that, I feel like the, the football space is what been, has been the funnest transition, I'll say. Like, m- like, that shit has been hard for, like, most saying, like, mentally, like, I'm talking about nights where it's, like, like, yeah. crying. Like, it's been hella introspective, but I feel like it's, like, right now, I haven't found a different drive, like, football world. So, like, that has become my, my mental health type shit. So, like, like focusing on myself, listening to myself, or, like, trying to understand myself. Like, yeah, getting, like, hella deep into that. So, like, that's been, like, hella fun. Like, fun as hell. So, the hardest okay. shit. Okay, so. What have y'all been doing to, for that? Or, like, yeah. yeah, like, what, like you said, instead of it, like, transitioning to another activity, Mm-hmm. Like to transition to like the other job being working on yourself how is what is mediums have you used to do that have you just been like talking to yourself in the mirror or like what you been doing? I, I feel like if I had to honestly analyze it, it probably started with like more of a um, deeper music search right like it started with music because I feel like before that was the only medium I really entertained like listening to music and every emotion, like it's just how sad I listen to some music, you trying to get hype music, like for a game, music, whatever. So like, it was like music, then it started to like YouTube videos. So I started watching like um, conversations with like Nicky Giovanni, uh, James Baldwin type shit, or like Maya Angelou, just like listening to people speak, like listening to like, oh, like you were once thinking about some of the things I probably was thinking about, or, or like you faced things that I faced in a ter- reading and then like when you start reading obviously you'd be like man like I want to start putting my thoughts out on paper so getting into like writing journaling and just like really like 
not like not looking at it as like taboo to have like a working relationship with yourself. So like doing a lot of things intentionally. Like I wake up with like attention to like do certain things. Like like realizing like yeah, I'm myself and like I have to put effort into being myself. But yeah, then it started to like talking to mirrors and shit. It'd it be a whole lot of different shit. But I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's facts. What you been That's on, man? Man, me. Oh, man. Yeah, but I'm not working. I'm not. I'm not making money yet. Like y'all, I'm still but broke. Only I'm, still broke. I, I'm still broke. I get a little. Um, I get a little stipend check every month though. Now. <laughs> Bro, I get about thousand thousand dollars a month, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. So I got that. But um, I'm up at Indiana State right now. Transferred to Indiana State. All right, nigga, you rich. <laughs> that was at Cornell, nigga. You was rich. Was like, what? Right, I swear, a thousand dollars a month. Nigga, we go to uh second my, my every out here taking out loans. <laughs> telling you, in my apartment, my apartment only 500, 500. So it's not gun here where I'm paying 700 some dollars, you know what I mean? So I get to say that. They feed me, you know what I'm saying? They're giving us steaks, chicken, like every day. So I'm I'm living, but I'm up here in Indiana State. You know what I'm saying? We um we're a couple weeks out from spring ball, so I'm gonna get ready for spring ball. But I just Damn. been grinding. Crazy spring ball. <laughs> and what you majoring in? Cause that's the thing so that's I'm my, crazy. So I'm, getting, I'm getting my master's in sports management. Yeah. And I'm gonna finish, yeah, finish it. That's dangerous. For everybody who don't know, hold on, it's this like a hell of a journey for FaZe. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you told me four years ago, out of all us, FaZe would be the nigga in graduate school for to get his master's, like, well, you know first, what I'm man. I, I would doubt first, it, I believe, man, it, but I would have been like, I don't know. Right. So it's like, just, I'm proud of you for that. Like, you came a hell of a like, Oh, that's crazy. And it's dangerous. Who you, were, who you were on your visit, bro, compared to like looking at you now, bro? Come on, man, that's crazy. It's beautiful yeah, though. It was a crazy, crazy journey. And for the for the people that don't know, man, I don't even know what year that was. That was like 2017. 2017, yeah. right? It's 2021 now. It's 2017. Y'all already freshmen at Cornell. I'm coming in. I'm trying to figure out what school I want to go to. And then just so happen get put. Crazy. And I'm saying these are my hosts. Mo <laughs> is my real host. But then I came to their room. They're gonna play. I walk in, I'm walking down the hallway to their room. I hear Chance the rapper playing. I'm like, this might be my school. Like, I'm crazy. <laughs> this might be my school. Hey, we're the coldest host, though. We're the coldest right, host. Anybody that wanted. Before you even tell anything that happened, it was a Tuesday when he came. So it don't seem like it was he came on a regular week. He came on a Tuesday. Like, yeah, yeah, because I had because I had a because I had a basketball game that weekend, so I couldn't come. So I came by myself. I had I was in the Staller and everything. Now nah, I remember that though. Well, they got to see yeah, cake, a full cake, all that. I was living. I was living. Then I had like, um, what's his name, Aaron, with me too. Oh yeah. But I wanted to say though, um, like, but that's where it all started, and that's crazy how fast that went by. Cause you know, and it's just crazy, cause you know they all tell you like, yeah, college is gonna go by fast. You know what I'm saying? But then, <clears throat> right, then it just went by. Like it's like crazy. Yeah. It's over. Review. But um, I was blessed with the opportunity, you know what I mean? I look at COVID, of course, like, you know what I'm saying, all the bad things that happened in COVID, but through it all, I, I can't look down on it. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Because my journey is my journey, and I end up having an opportunity to go to graduate school, you know what I mean, leaving Cornell, you know what I mean? I got, it was a lot of drama with that. Just graduating from Cornell. 
Huh? Say it again. Graduate, graduate from Cornell. Graduating from Cornell, yeah. Early, early. Before that, bro. <laughs> and I'd be telling them that when I when I be up here, I'd be like, um, yeah, I, I just transferred to Cornell. They're like, you left Cornell? I was like, no, I graduated. I graduated from Cornell. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, I graduated. I'd be mm-hmm. gonna say that. Yeah. Wear that, bro. Wear that for sure. Actually, what I wanted to say. It's about to be off topic, so I want to go ahead and insert it. But because uh, we were saying that uh, how much like you've grown, but like, and not like in all three of y'all, but like the same nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like from the from the moment we first met, like still same nigga, just but like all the growth within that has yeah. been crazy. Like shit ain't changed for real. Yeah, no, no. I, don't, I don't even think that changed the subject. I think that's like, and it's a thing that like me and Shy kind of talk about, uh, hella, where it's like being able to grow within yourself in a sense like and not within yourself being like inside but like within the essence of who are who you are like you know what i'm saying the backbone of who you are is your morals and, and different and your values and stuff make that up and like not changing those but still giving yourself room to like grow and become a better person and all the other things and it's i like think hella important i feel like that's like that's tough like a lot of people don't do that you know what I'm saying? I feel like when you think of growth and you think of like, you know what I'm saying? Going through obstacles and coming, they're always like different person coming out of that. Like I know a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They've been through stuff. They went through college the same for years. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't even recognize you no more. You know what I mean? Like you, you just like, you acting completely different. Like you doing this, you know what I mean? So I think that's most people to be honest. And yeah. one thing that I think now Personally, I know in high in college, I looked at it different. I used to look at niggas like I couldn't understand the the full switch up when you got to college. Like I couldn't understand trying to become a new person, like because of like how my mind worked. But like now I can give them more grace and understand that okay, boom, some people have to completely change, completely like search for who they are, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're not grounded in who you are from the jump. So it's like for me, I just realized at that point in time, I wasn't better than anybody or anything, but I just happened to be grounded in a few things that like I knew about myself this is me no matter what I change like you know what I'm saying I add a few words from the vocabulary because I'm in New York you know what I'm saying yeah. well, I do this no matter what I'm the same nigga I go back home niggas not gonna be like who's you know what I'm saying so like yeah I think I see a lot of that comes from like I'm thinking about I'm not gonna say no names or nothing but I'm thinking about like the examples in my head and it's like something had to be going on with them or like maybe I'm not gonna say they was bullied or whatever it was like they didn't like themselves you know what I mean so then you get to college and it's like or they didn't get the whole them. no the whole conversation we had about like acting white and acting black you know what mm-hmm. I mean like it's not you're acting white you're acting black you're just acting like yourself but people see it like okay I'm hey I'm trying I'm gonna act black you know what I mean I'm gonna start cursing I'm gonna start doing this I'm gonna start listening to this music I'm gonna hang around these people but I'm like and then uh, it's so obvious you could see it. I'm like, like you just trying too hard. It's like you don't gotta do all that. Just be you. You know what I mean? Oh, people yeah. gotta learn to love themselves, man. That's probably one of the hardest things and knowing how to do it right. And like even even us now, like are still learning. But I mean, it's just that whole journey is, you know, is a whole discovery of yourself, what's important to you and you know how you navigate the world. And you know, it really dictates a lot of um the way you hold yourself and just, I don't know, like it's, it's a really, it's really important thing. And, um, you know, kind of really gets into the conversation about, you know, how you perceive yourself, especially around others. And, you know, that's important to know. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I feel like uh, something that like, or what I'm hearing is like how important structure was. Uh, and that's probably why like this transition has also been easier because of like the structure that we've always had. I feel like when he hit it first with the grounding, being grounded, but also like we had the structure of like, all right, so boom, I'm not going here to like fake it or whatever. Or like when we wasn't, when we were free for the first time, we had the structure of like, all right, yeah, I know I can do this or that, but I'm gonna just keep doing this. Like, I know I could like skip class, but hey, I'm gonna just do this. Like that, that had to come with like a lot of structure. So, and I say that because like, I think about like back home, how a lot of people don't have that structure. And then, but when they do it, they fell out quick, they go back and like they they didn't have they didn't have the safety to fully grow and be themselves. And that's why I did admire about Cornell. They they create a bucket, a lot of bubbles for people. Mm-hmm. Like people could do whatever the hell they wanted to do, be as ex- explorative, as like dramatic as whatever. And yeah. it allowed them to fully grow and like become their full full selves. And like I just hate that like everybody don't get the same access to that. But then that goes into a lot of that. Uh, Hell City, hella, hella, hella different shit, but yeah. No, no, it's facts though. Okay, so before we jump off of this topic, like to bring that all in, okay, somebody, you know what I'm saying, you're looking at yourselves, 2017, we'll go back to, for y'all, it's 2016, you know what I'm saying, y'all looking at yourselves, y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all successful, you know what I'm saying, y'all have jobs, y'all graduated from Ivy League school, you know what I mean, what advice would you give to yourself or what regrets did you have like what would you would have done differently you know what i'm saying are you like for the people watching this maybe it's somebody getting ready to go to college or they're in college trying to find themselves like what advice would you give to them one thing for me i would say i don't i try not to have regrets just because i understand that like everything's a part of the process but um one thing i guess i'm gonna give one thing that i was happy that i continued to do and then one thing i wish i would have done and uh, one thing I'm happy that I was, I came to college and just was myself. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I didn't think about anything because I thought of college kind of as like a business trip. Like, okay, I'm going here, I'm playing football, but I'm really trying to get to the league. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it didn't, it kept me grounded and focused in a sense to where it was like, I know I can be myself because like, I'm not trying to do whatever else I, I would need to be different to do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm good at this, I could just be myself. The one thing I wish I would have done more is like be a little more open-minded though. Uh, So it's like kind of the same thing, but like I came, because I came so narrow-minded in terms of like, okay, I'm trying to play football and that's what I'm doing. It cut my, cut me off from a lot of things, other things I was good at or a lot of other things that like I could have had an impact on because I was so focused on this. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have done more than just football but it was like in my mind it's like if i'm really trying to do this this is all i can do you know what i'm saying in a, in a sense that in school yeah. so it's like i just wish i was more open to um being involved and, and just open in general that, that's my thing so. and I, th- I think that's big you know what i'm saying y'all mo and lee y'all could go but just based off of what you said i feel like that's a lot of people's problem i'm not even say problem like that's like even myself that's like i'm a football player you know what I mean? Yes. I'm going here to play football. Like even now, like I'm learning that now, like I'm here at ISU, like Indiana State. And it's like, I'm talking to these, I'm going to these black expos, these black panels. I'm uh, meeting with these different acting people, with people that act on campus. And it's like, I'm doing all these different things and I'm grinding in football too. So it's like, it's so much than just being a football player. And that doesn't have to be your whole identity. You know what I mean? Like y'all can go exactly. ahead. Now. 
I just wanted to say that. Just, just one more thing off of that. Just like, I think that touches on it the most of just being like, I'm more, like I always understood that I was more than a football player, mm-hmm. but like seeing my impact, I didn't see my impact. Like me leaking Moa go to something and people would be like, like, oh, like we have, we need, we need y'all here at things like this. And it's like, we're here, but like, you know what I'm saying? We, we gonna make it when we don't have practice. That's really what it was. Like we ain't got practice and we ain't doing nothing for football. You know what I'm saying? We gonna try to come. But it was like seeing that like we did have like a, we could have had a hell of an impact just being, you know what I'm saying? In the position we were and stuff like that. Like that's something that I didn't see going in. I was like, yeah, I could affect them. But like at the end of the day, like they should affect, they didn't inspire your own, yourself type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like in reality, that's not how life should work. So yeah. So. Yeah, and I feel like for me, it's, it definitely builds right off of that. It's just this things of, like, being more tapped in with myself and, like, being more comfortable with, like, understanding what I was afraid of, like, what I what I was really good at, what I needed to be working, what I needed to be working on. I feel like outside of football, like, I wasn't really tapped into that because probably maybe because I was so focused at football, but, like, I, I was just doing it however I knew I could do it to be good. And, like, I probably was just told, like, like Lenny said, I don't really have any regrets because I'm hella proud of like that nigga that passed me and like how he handled himself to get me to where I'm at now. Like I I, I appreciate him for that. Mm-hmm. But like also just let him know that shit's gonna be all right. And I feel like that's like a trauma that like I'm still dealing with. Just like understanding that like I'm always worried that like some shit's about to pop off. Like some some something gotta happen. But just like realize, no, bro, shit gonna be all right. Just like calm down, lock in, just be whatever. And it, it is okay for you to do that. It's okay for you to like grinding and like totally be yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like outside of that, no, no regrets at all. That's facts. I, I like that. No regrets. You know what I'm saying? We just keep moving forward. We learning from what we do. You know what I mean? No regrets. Yeah. I like that. Facts. Um, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I don't feel like I have any regrets either. Um, if I, but if I could go back, or if I could tell myself something. It just probably just to really sit down and try to figure out how to be consistent and how to can be consistent working towards big goals and, um, you know, and, you know, know how to surround yourself with the right people to keep you on that track. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, I, I've always kind of like gone after my goals by myself and um, growing up, I, that's got me to like some really great places, but like just thinking about, man, if I knew what I knew now, like, you know, I'm always like, oh, look, I, I could have been at a even further place. Um, and obviously it's kind of like a, I don't know if this is the right terminology, like a sunk cost, but like, um, but yeah, I, I just think that surrounding yourself with the right people, um, like fortunate to have, Malik and Jelani uh, as roommates freshman year because it's like I don't know if I would have been able to pursue the game with the same passion that I would have uh, all four years you know like to be able to really like put everything that I could into pursuing the NFL like that's definitely not that wouldn't have been possible without having that like right support network because it's like you know, they're also, they've also been responsible, whether directly or indirectly, to keep me consistent. And so, you know, I think the biggest battle that people have just in pursuing anything is, is being able to be consistent and, you know, getting incrementally better. And, you know, it's being able to spend time every day or, you know, just being able to set small goals to reach big goals and, 
um, really embracing challenge to, you know, let it and letting it like mold you to being prepared to take that next step. So um, that was kind of a lot of things in one, but. No, no, that was good. I think for mine is the same exact, like I have one big thing and my thing is exactly what you said. It's what's the saying though? Help me think of the saying. It's like, you see, it's like you surround yourself with, if you surround yourself with dogs, then you're, you're a dog. What, what is it? Like you're the average, you're the average of the people you surround yourself around? Yeah, but it's, it's something with animals though. If, 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 the strength if you lay, of the down, pack and you lay down with dogs animals. and get up with fleas. Yeah, something like that. I don't think I think it's cool. I know it's when they go the strength of the wolf is the strength of the wolf is the pack and the strength of the pack is the wolf. I know that we off it right now. That's not it. That's not it. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is um basically if you lay with it, if you I'm I'm not I keep trying to say the man, I'm not <laughs> basically what i'm trying to say and the people you surround yourself with is uh it's very important so that would be my advice to myself and growing up i feel like in high school i was very good about that you know what i'm saying i surrounded myself with great people and actually i actually i didn't even surround myself with great people i think i separated myself you know what i'm saying from bad people or i separated myself from things that i didn't feel like were right and in college it took me a minute like y'all know y'all was there like i just had to I'm a big believer in if you want to do something, you got to have your life right. You know what I mean? You can't just be good in this way in football and then you're not focusing in classes. You can't be doing this and then you cheating on your girl or like whatever the case may be because that all, you know what I'm saying, it all comes together. So I feel like surrounding myself, yeah. you guys, and I don't think people understand, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys are not in the NFL right now, but these are some of like this is I'm talking to the podcast right now. If there was a camera, I'd be looking at them. But these are three of the best football players I've ever seen in my life, and the best leaders I've ever seen in my life. Even when you guys left, you know what I'm saying? You guys' name was brought up in our locker room every every week. Every week they'd be like, "Okay, everybody's trying to learn how to lead. How do I lead like Lee? How do I lead like Lonnie? Uh, how do I lead like Mo?" And I'm saying, trying to take things. So I'm like, your impact on Cornell, and I'm saying Cornell Hall of Fame easily. That's how I'm thinking it, how you played and you know, how you led. But being a grade below you guys and getting it to see that, but not even just getting to see it, but being part of that group, you know, BB4R, like being a part of that group, you know what I'm saying? It was, that helped me so much, you know what I'm saying? And that was a big part of my growth because I'm like, oh, okay, this is how Lonnie moved, you know what I'm saying? Okay, this is how Mo moved. Okay, league do this. Okay, but I'm not saying it, but it's just like I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just kicking it with y'all, but it's like y'all kind of rubbed off on me. So I feel like that's my biggest advice. Surround yourself, whatever your goals are, write your goals down and surround yourself with people with similar goals. You know what I mean? Because if you if you hang around with people that are doing, you know what I'm saying, it's not gonna happen. I think that's the biggest advice I have. Yeah. And, and to go no, I appreciate that too, Faith. My bad. Right here, yeah. Appreciate <laughs> I just said I appreciate that. I don't know. Yeah. Come on, bro. That's all love. Right. To, to go off of that phase, I think it's hella important to like what you said at the end because like words are super important. One thing that I learned way more after uh, football, really, like I always understood the importance of words, but like really after football, like the idea of being around people, like-minded people in the sense of like people who have the same goal as you, like 
Mm-hmm. The NFL, we can just say it like Cornell was a taboo subject. People don't even, I used to ask people like this in general, like, hey, you trying to go to the league after this? Or like, what you trying to do with football? And they used to look at me like the police listening and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> whereas like, that's like an uncomfortable thing. So it's like by being around y'all, and I, I realize now, especially with quarantine one, and then me just like living, it's just me and Shy out here in Seattle. So it's like, I've realized how much harder it is when it's just you, in, in a sense. Cause it's like, when it was all of us, like you are like, you're like, like most said, you keep each other consistent. Like if I'm like, damn, we got to work out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not going to say that out loud. I'm just not going to complain a nigga, but like, I know when I see these niggas up, like, okay, we finna be out. Like, I, I that's see out. That's, <laughs> wait, that summer? The summer? I don't know. The yeah, summer we yeah. there? Yeah. What? That was crazy. Every that's morning. Crazy. Like that's 6, 5, 30, what? Grinding. Every morning. Grinding. They go to work. And they, and go, they to go to work. work, right. And they get off work and get back to the field. Like, I'm like, that's crazy. That it's just, like, made me realize that, like, by yourself, or it's important to find, like, and I, this is for you phase, but you still playing, so it's a little different. Like you probably around people who trying to go to the league still. Mm-hmm. For like me, Mo and Leek, I feel like it's important to try to find that outside of football though. And that's been a struggle for me. Like for me, a lot of the stuff like with music, for example, it's just been me. Really, It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm only talking, like I'm talking to myself about it. I'm doing everything myself because part of that is quarantine. Like I can't really connect with nobody else, but part of it is also just like, you know what I'm saying? A whole lot of stuff when it comes to trust issues and other stuff with people but like i gotta really rock with you for me to be around you hubba. you know what i'm saying so yeah. like, that's just a sign that's the thing it's funny because i just kind of, i wrote a, actually i just wrote an article about this um it's about like basically mentorship and what's helped me uh like see growth in myself in the friend like in the professional world and it's just like that of course everybody knows like you need mentorship but it's just like having that person to hold you accountable and like know you from a personal perspective and know you like what's going to make you tick what's going to make you take yourself to the next level and even like finding somebody who you look at them and like man that's that's the type of mentality I want to attack my life with you know being able to have those kind of people and surround yourself and whatever you know goals that you have and whatever um you know sector that you're in or industry like mm-hmm. it's, it's important to have those type of mentors and peers people who are like pushing to go forward and, and do you feel like you had that mom right now I do I do I'm like fortunate enough to work like on the team that I work with um there are a bunch of uh urban designers and planners and like these are some of the best like urban planners in the country like my boss like Steve his name's Stephen Duong and um he's the principal planner and like like VP for urbanism and planning for our region type thing so like I'm just having regular conversations with them all the time you know what I'm saying so it's like I'm like talking to leaders in my industry and like you know people who are pushing the barrel or is that the right is that the right uh I get it I know you're talking about you know what I'm trying to say but like who are like who are leading innovation in my industry I'm working with them you know what I'm saying so it's like it's cold to be around people and be able to connect them on a personal level to like show you the the way to reach your for your own full potential. And um, going off that, I that's big, you know what I'm saying? Because um, one thing I feel like Cornell, you know what I'm saying, being at Ivy League University, what I took from there is the power of like connecting, the power of networking, and the power of like 
And I'm thinking like, okay, I can connect and network with people. Like this is a business thing. And I'm saying, I don't really need that. But like, that's life. Networking, connecting, relationship, that's life. Like um, this past summer, I was able to work with all these NFL dudes. I was able to work with Chris Carter. You know what I'm saying, and Lonnie, you do know, um, you know Devin Funches. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm saying, and that's bro. I was kicking at his crib. You know what I'm saying, that's, that's where he, he looks after me. He calls me all the time to make sure I'm alright. You know what I'm saying, just people like that. You know what I mean, in the profession, like the best in what they do. You know what I'm saying, just hanging around them. You know what I'm saying, going into their house, them talking to me, having regular conversations, like Mo was saying. That's like, dang, okay, that motivates me. You know what I'm saying, and that pushes you like to excel your game, and it just kind of like. It just, you don't even have to be training or nothing, but just that level of conversation, like, this is how you do this, this is how you assess this, this what, you know what I'm saying? That just raises your, you know what I'm saying? Your quality of life, to me at least, so. Yeah. I wish people talked about networking more so in a way about like, because I think it's, uh, the way it gets used is like superficial, you know what I'm saying? Like people say networking, oh yeah, let's make a connection. You can, uh, very transactional. Like it should be very like relationship building and you know, you're building your own community rather than building your network. And like, I think that's a critical part in the, what has helped me grow through my network. I think that has a lot to do with the people like above, you know what I'm saying? Like if you wanna network with somebody above you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're talking to like the VP of urban planning or something like that, or I want to talk to somebody in the NFL or the head of consulting or like whatever the case may be. I feel like I've met a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Wherever I met and it's been transactional because it's like the response, they, they don't want to reach back. They don't want to mm-hmm. build that relationship where they're kind of better than me. They think they're better than me, so to speak. And I feel like that's a, that's a problem as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like not enough people reach black, especially in like, in the black community, I feel like a lot of people aren't reaching back or like willing to, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, hey, I'm doing this. This is how you could do this. You know what I'm saying? This is how we could do this. You know what I'm saying? And we're not helping each other enough. You know what I'm saying? We kind of, but it is, it's that kind of mentality. Like I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna go, you know what I'm saying? Like the crab in a barrel type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like that mentality. I don't know. That's what I think. That's that talented sense. Yeah, I want to put a caveat to it just to say I don't think that's just black people. I think because we black, that's how we think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I think it's more so we're all us, all black, black, white, and everybody is like a subset of what our current system is. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, like just how capitalism kind of works, it's transactional. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is right. Hey, I'm I'm gonna mess with you. If you you got something to offer, I'll I'll, I'll hear you out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you don't have anything to offer to me, then I'm looking at it as charity. And it's like that's not how yeah. life still work, at least in my mind. But that's just a. I just want to say that because a lot of times we I used to fall victim to saying like, oh man, niggas in the hood, crabs in a barrel, like everybody. You know what I'm saying? Which could be true, but it's like that's not just. It's not exclusive yeah. to black people in yeah. from where I'm from. Yeah, I just want to say that. But go ahead, Luke. Lee, what you uh, think? Yeah, huh? I'll say what you think. I haven't heard that talk. and I agree with that. But, no, I, I I said that in reference to like the reaching back thing and like how uh and I was really gonna say um pretty much what Lonnie said like detaching from this idea of, like fighting white capitalism and I just watched the uh uh Fred Hampton movie so like, it's like fresh in my mind but, like oh, yeah. fighting white capitalism with black capitalism like it, it got to create like a socialistic 
type society, not speaking about like government, but just like how we look at life even before that. Because yeah, that's deeper. But um, no, I feel that, and I feel like uh, surround the the people that you surround yourself self with is hella important. That's why like I'm hella appreciative for y'all because like I feel like I we still got that regardless. I feel like I can reach out to y'all about hella different shit. And like with quarantine, I've been here wherever every day. So like hella ideas, hella type of just like creative, welcoming, assuring, like, yeah, shit, try it, fuck it. Like it's, it's been it's been hella like that. So like this shit's been fun. Like it's been hella stressful, but it's been fun, like a hella small circle. But I really like what, what Mo said in terms of uh building a community, not your network. I like that like terminology. I'm I'm gonna start using that shit for real. Yeah. One thing I got a question on that, Mo. Uh, yeah. Well, before I ask the question, I do want—I just want to second what Lee said about like having your girl here is like, um, like hella important. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like now you live in—at least for all of us, we was long distance at a point in time. For anybody that don't know, so like, like living with your best friend for real, like it allows you for it—it kind of helps not having like the quarantine thing. You don't have access to like these different communities. It's like you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, you got your best friend right there. So that's one thing I do want to say. That's the. Hello, and hold on, just building off that real quick, like, like relationships are so important to your personal growth and how you learn to love yourself. And like, honestly, the biggest growth that I've had personally is through the relationship that I've had with my partner, uh, with, with Marissa. And um, yeah, so I just want to second that a lot because that's like, that's so true, especially when you are both like, because you are both working towards building each other, but also building yourself. And it's just like, Man, it's crazy. It's 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 it challenges the most for sure, but like coming out on top, the on the other end is like you like a whole different, not a whole different person, but just like a lot more mature in the way you approach life for sure. Right. So I, uh, I got a question. Wait, Lennon, was you about to say something? No, you can go ahead. Because what Mo just said, because I have to um uh, like check myself on this or like uh I don't know whatever. But how you refer to Marissa as your partner, and I feel like that's like a, a type of, uh, I don't know, it's something that's been in conversation recently, and I was curious as to how y'all felt about that. And I said that I have to check myself on it because like I have been also referring to Evo as my partner for that. And it's like me saying that I have to check myself, I have to ask the question like, okay, why did it feel taboo? And it was like about like this fear of like, oh, they're going to think I'm wooty wooty woo. And it's like, well, like how that shit should be like <laughs> above whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. normalizing the uh, referring of your significant other as your partner. How do y'all feel about that? As far as what, like, like instead of like saying something about like, my girlfriend, girlfriend. So for me, I would say it's important, like in a general sense, if I'm talking to anybody who I don't know, I try to refer to Shy as my partner or my person in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, just because for me, it's more of a comfortable comfortability level for everybody else. Like, let's say yeah. one of you are homosexual or something. I just said my girl and the next thing you say my girl. Now it's like, damn, am I going to seem odd saying, you know what I'm saying? If, if I say, right. you know, but it's like, I said my girl just because I already, I know, mm. all, you know what I mean? But that's like, yeah, for me, I, and I also think the weirdness around it quote unquote is a lot to do with just like toxic masculinity in general. Oh, I had weirdness around it initially. Where I was like, I ain't gotta say partner. I want people to know it's you know what I'm saying, my girl. But it's like right. a lot of have to do with that, and I had to check myself way back when with that as well. But you know, I, I agree. So. I never yeah, I, I agree with what y'all saying too, because it's like I, I initially I was thinking like that, like like I don't know, like will people think this, that, and the other? But then like the more I'm using, I'm just like one, it don't really matter. 
uh, that's the most important thing. And like just coming to terms of like thinking about your relationship more as a partnership more than and caring about that more than like what other people think about your relationship is like it's so simple but like a lot of people care a lot about what other people think about their relationship and it's like that in itself is toxic within a relationship so me maintaining within myself what partnership means to me and I think one another thing like I like to use it because I think it's more of more representative and more mature to like describe my relationship as a partnership rather than just like boyfriend or girlfriend which like of course we are but it's just like you know people I think respect partnership more than you know boyfriend or girlfriend and like I want to hold my relationship as like respectable as possible so that's why I use it too. That's just something that um I, I just never I've never even thought about like partner you know what I'm saying I didn't I don't even like I, you guys might have even said it and I didn't even hear it like I didn't really think twice about it because um I don't know when I when I think about the word partner though like if I'm saying somebody is my partner like initially before y'all speaking I'm like that's like a marriage thing you know what I mean I, I'm not saying like that's my partner I feel like okay we're both married you know what I'm saying we just you know what I'm saying that's my partner so that, that's kind of cool that y'all think about it like that. It also adds a level of seriousness to it too. It, it, like, does. it does. If I was dating somebody for one week, I may not say partner. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Like, so yeah. I agree. Yeah. If you say partner, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, this is my, part, my life partner for real. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one thing that I do want to touch on when we were just saying, I just want to make a, not a caveat, but like, just want to say that like when we were saying how like important our partners have been to our personal growth, I also just want to make it clear that like it's super important to me to know that like it's not their responsibility to aid us in our personal growth and it's not our responsibility to aid them in a sense uh like i don't feel like that's a healthy thing to like put that on your partner even though like it naturally just because we weren't raised in perfect societies and you know what i'm saying we're gonna treat our partners as our therapists sometimes they're gonna treat us as a therapist sometimes but like to normalize that and be like yeah like that helped us grow so much so like use them to help you grow like i feel like that's just un, unfair baggage and unfair like yeah. you know pressure on each other to be and that doesn't mean they can't support you either right. that doesn't mean they can't support you that just means like like you're responsible for like yourself like you hold yourself accountable and uh yeah i hope that for sure i think it's hard like and this is like something that you've been thinking about and talking about recently like that whole growing aspect like you're not your partner's not responsible for, you know what I'm saying, your growth, you know what I'm saying, and everything. One thing I've been thinking about with that is like, okay, I have stuff I need to work on. I need to be able to trust. I'm working on trust. I have trust issues or whatever the thing may be. Like, how do you do that within the relationship without putting all that baggage on your partner? You know what I mean? Because that's a lot to hold. Like, say if I don't, you don't trust somebody or you have things you're dealing with in the past or something like that, that's a lot to put on your partner in a relationship, y'all are still in a relationship. So that's when like, maybe you need to take a break or maybe that's something hard to do within the relationship. That's been something that like, you know what I'm saying? I've been thinking about like, how do people deal with that? Because you can't just, yeah, I have trust issues. I'm dealing with all this. And then like you said, I can't just be in a relationship with somebody because then it's gonna be straining on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving my, if I don't know myself and I'm not okay with myself, how can you be in a relationship with that person? That's a tough situation. Well, but that's another thing where it's like partnership and then y'all, I want to hear what Mo and Lee think about this as well. But in my opinion, um, if you are in a partnership and like you're in a committed relationship partnership with someone, I do think it's like 
I know it's easy to be like, you know what I'm saying? I got to focus on myself, boom, boom, boom. But it's like, I think if you really like love each other, yeah. then like a yeah. lot of times you will grow faster within the relationship. As long as you could communicate that, like, okay, I'm, I'm going through trust issues, boom, boom, boom. Could communicate that, like, yeah. okay, y'all can reflect on, okay, this is the reason I'm acting this way, boom, 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 boom. Like can work through it. I think sometimes at least given that, not jumping to like, okay, I got to focus on myself, allowing yourself to maybe grow through or allowing them to, if they want to, aid you in growing through it, it is important. Communication. <clears throat> That's yeah. the biggest thing you said. Yeah. Yeah. Always. yeah. Well, always. Oh, yeah. Lenny. Uh, but no, I think it's uh, an, an important thing because everything that Lenny said was true. And I think like understanding that like they're not your therapist, like simple as like, all right. Like what? What are the type of things should I be taking to a therapist and not letting impact my emotions? And then I am exploding like this, or I'm reacting like this, or I'm like ignoring like this, whatever it is. So like, um, I think it's hella important to like have something for your mental health. And like another caveat to the corporate shit is like, or at least at PNG, that that shit is is great. Like I get like free therapy sessions. All that so like tapping into that resource, but also for like for the like the um what what was it um working on working and focusing on yourself and like that transition. Now I think it's funny because like I feel like I went through like something of like a transition like uh like tapping into myself type thing. I feel like the most important part is like building off communication is transparency, being as transparent as possible. Like understanding like all right I can't I'm I'm realizing that you're not my therapist so I can't expect you to fix everything. But like these are the things I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And like this is what it is it's like it's and and being transparent with yourself too because like if if you can't change your mind you can't change anything so like if you can't be transparent be like nah nigga you got to like be less angry like you got some <laughs> anger issues like they could calm down if you can't yeah. say that to yourself or like something similar like there's no growth because there's nothing changing you just like taking shit out the box and putting it back in the same way and be like oh shit ain't working and it's just <laughs> stupid and two things I'm going to just say from that. One, we all have like this unique experience of being with our partners in a long distance relationship. So we've had to hold ourselves accountable. And we've also had, had the opportunities to grow within ourselves while also, you know, being a faithful partner. So it's like, you know, like we have a lot of experience um, still maintaining our goals and things that we want to achieve while also you know thinking about like okay at the end of the day this is the person I want to push me to achieve those goals and so the second thing I wanted to say was like at least for me is always an understanding of like me with Marissa and I like I want you to be the best person that you want to be no matter what that is so it's like at the end of the day if she wanted to go like pursue a PhD across like in like like at Oxford or some shit like that, you know, like, and she had to go and do that for six months, whatever, whatever. It's like, cool, you know, you go do that. And it's like, a lot of people can't say that because it's like, they may, might have like insecurities about the relationship, whatever. But it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, if you want that other person, like if you really love that person and you want them to be the best person that you know that they want to be. And like, of course that comes with like, you know, you also have to know, like, is that like, and this, this, is another, this is another kind of thing. I actually, it's something I want to ask y'all. Like, oh, at what point are you like, you know, this isn't a good person? Like, not isn't a good person, but like this, I know this isn't who you want to be. Like, I know this isn't the path that you want to go down. This isn't like consistent with like 
the goals that you set out for yourself, whatever, whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Itself is nice. like, how do you hold how do you hold your partner accountable while also giving them the space to um, shift and you know pursue, pursue new things? What do we, what do you mean by that? Repeat, say it again, the last part. So like like what I'm saying is just like you want to hold your partner accountable, of yeah. course. Like I'm not gonna wanna like um like I want Marissa to be the best person who she wants to be. And I feel like I have a good idea of who she wants to be. What is it, what is my responsibility in being like, hey, um like this isn't consistent, like what you're doing is like consistent with like who you say you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead Lance. Lance. I was gonna say what I was gonna say before I forget going back to what you were saying at first like everything you said like about okay Marissa got to go in she's gonna get a PhD in Oxford and stuff like that all that that's very it's it's easier said than done like I feel like things like that and I'm saying yeah of course you want to be a great partner of course you want to support them but I guess that's where the communication you know I'm saying the trust in the relationship and stuff comes in but I feel like a lot of that, even for like me and my experience, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I want you to go pursue this across the country, of course, because that's what you've always talked about. You want to do this, but it's going to be still hard for me, you know what I'm saying? A challenge for me, like mentally, you know what I'm saying? Not even that I don't trust you, but it's like, I just want you to be here. You know what I mean? It's like, I just want to be around you. I want that connection. That's even deeper into when we're talking about love languages and, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But um Going back to your question, um, I think one thing that I do is, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it depends on the type of person you are. And I feel like for you guys, especially too, like for all of us really is like, we're leaders. You know what I mean? Like even in football, if you think about football, like, you know what I'm saying? We're leaders in like how we talk to people and actions. And I feel like that's good in, you know what I'm saying? Relationships, like I'm good at supporting my partner. You know what I mean? Like I'm good at, you know what I'm saying? Being there, like, I'm kind of like a coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, like, okay, I'm gonna push you to make sure I'm gonna get everything you told me you want to do this. Okay. I'm gonna make sure you do this. Are you going to try to work out? I'm, you'll make sure you're going to work out. So I think, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I just think being like, I think you'll know, you know what I mean? I don't think for your partner, especially like, I don't think I would be able to be with someone, especially if like, I think I actually, what I'm trying to say is I think I would know, you know what I'm saying? If that person is not consistent, like with their goals and everything that they want to do with their life, I think that's something, you know, like earlier, like in the talking stage, or I think, you know, that before you start dating someone, I think those are the type of things that, you know, when, when I'm talking to somebody, I feel like at the stage we are now, especially like in my relationship, she is like a harder worker than I am not even I'm not gonna say a harder work but like she works very hard so I don't have to get on her a lot but she also has to get on me about things and I have to get on her about something so it's just I don't know I don't even know what your question was I low-key forgot but it's just like yeah, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so so the question was like the responsibility of holding your partner accountable for like what they say you want to be right now yeah yeah well so like I know for me so it was actually a hard ass question. Uh, so I, I've been thinking all the time, but like what I just, so face hit on it. And it's this idea of like leadership. And like, so I know for us, like as soon as you said, it's like, damn. So that, that's really what has been throughout all the quarantine. Like if there were moments where like I was sluggish or like I wasn't locked in, like I know I can be. 
and my your, your camera's okay. off. But um, my if bad. I know, yeah, um, like she, like she was always like still waking up early. Like let's just use it as an example. It's like the mornings when like like let's say we we both commit to like waking up early. And that's the good thing. Or like a lot of times. <clears throat> In partnerships, it's not like one partner is like, yeah, I want to get healthy and work out. And the other one's like, nah, fuck the health shit. So like a lot of times y'all are aligned. So like we're getting healthy together. We're working out together. So like just like a team went to like feel that. And like, so the mornings where she's not waking up early, like make sure you're up there and like you're handling like that, that side. So like, and I feel like that's what I've, what, what we've been doing and just like continuing to be like, damn, like, all right. And, and from there it, it has, kind of establish something that that I think continues to grow. Now then when it's become problems in that, then I think it goes into what Faye said. Like these are things that like personalities that you noticed before you get to certain places. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I think it's building off of both of what you said uh one point and um what Faye said around like leadership, but both of y'all need leadership and like knowing each other. And then um also what Leek was just saying like really leading by example. Um and like, you know, influencing each other in, in that way to keep each other on track. I would say it's like really broken down into two pieces for me. The first one is kind of like, shout out the hotel school for this, but like it's a saying in hospitality where it's like, you don't treat others the way they want to be treated. You treat them the way they want to, or the way you want to be treated. You treat them the way that they will want to be treated. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not going to treat FaZe in this situation, how I would want to be treated in this situation. I'm treating FaZe how I want him to be treated, you know, or he would want himself to be treated, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, just taking that lens, in a sense, whether it's in anything. So, it's, like, listening and, and different things. It takes you to really, like, know your partner, I feel like. So, like, for me to be able to ever tell Shy about anything, like, if or to keep her, hold her accountable for anything, I have to know her, like, a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because Shy's not a person who's just finna be like, oh, yeah, like, just hear you out and be like, oh, okay. Like, she's going to be looking at you like, you know what I'm saying? Or she would look at me if I didn't know her to, to the core, you know what I'm saying? And know, okay, these are the responses that work. And, and part of that is time, you know what I mean? Like a weekend when we was dating, I wasn't able to tell her this about herself in the right way, you know what I'm saying? To where she wouldn't, that she would react the right way and things like that. So I think part of that is time and knowing each other, but it's also like, like really pay attention to, to who the person that you're dating is, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people think about it as like, man, no, they think about it so objective that you said you want to do this, do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, maybe they're feeling this. Well, maybe they still have that on their mind. It ain't like their goals just went out their head. You know what I'm saying? Maybe in this specific circumstance, they feel in this specific way and they need this. They don't need a nigga who's been to tell them, hey, you remember you said this? You know what I'm saying? Because I used to be like that kind of in that coach way, like Faze was saying, like, yep. okay, I'm on it. But it's like, she could be going through some whole other shit. You know what I'm saying? That I don't even know about in the moment. And so I, it's yeah. like, I think that's big. Like, that that's big because it's like not even that they're going like this is I had to learn this I had to learn this the hard way it's like it's not even they said something and not they don't want to do it or that they don't feel no it's not that they they maybe they feel bad today they're sick or they just feel some type of way maybe they just don't feel like it you know what I mean and you exactly. can't. And that's valid. I can't that's be valid. like I can't be like no you said you were gonna do this but like it's big on knowing who your partner is or knowing who that person is. Cause now that I know, I'm like, I'm not gonna get all on you for not doing it. Cause I'm like, then that's just gonna cause friction and cause an argument. And it's not, I'm like, you don't want, okay. Like this is your life. You know. 
and, and you know, basically, like what you was just saying, face, like you felt like she already works as hard as you or not. So, you know, if she don't feel like doing it, don't mean she ain't going to do it. She's going to eventually do it. Exactly. In this moment, she may not feel like, so like, what way can I, what can I provide? So like, in consulting, <clears throat> talk a lot about like, are you adding value or not in a sense, right? So it's the same way in your relationship to me. It's like, in each situation, it varies, right? On whether whatever you're saying is adding value to their life or to the situation or if it's not. So if you saying like, man, I got a million ass, it's not adding any value. That's not motivating. It ain't doing shit but irritating somebody. Yeah. Then it's, it's no point in doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think to me, it's like this idea of knowing when to build. Like when like to, when is it the time to like, all right, hunker down. Like, all right, let's, let's, be, let's, let's dig deep into this. And when it's time to be like, all right, maintain the situation or like be their partner. Like just yeah. like simply in that moment, just be like, all right, like, what what they need in that moment because i what i've realized is like a lot of times like i so like if a house is on fire you know what i'm saying and like you go to like oh my house on fire is burning down you go try to build everything you build is gonna be on fire so it's like mm -hmm. stupid to like keep building like you gotta put the fire out you got to put like you know what i'm saying you got to clean everything out yeah. and then you can build that's like, good like, again I was just trying to build on fire that's, that's a good ass right. yeah and, and and i agree Leek, with the fact of you saying like it's really what they understanding what you feel like they, they would need or from what they've articulated to you what they need and not necessarily what they want. Because like you was just saying, if they it's the fire and they like, you know what I'm saying, the shit, everything burning down, but they really wanted you to go in there and grab their bag and shit, you can't do that either. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, you can't run in a building and shit, or you can't go in there and build the archway that they've been asking you to build for 30, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Shit like that. So like, I agree. But it, at the end of the day, it takes time and it takes it's a continuous effort. And, it, and this kind of circles back to when we were talking about like how your partner is not like necessarily responsible for you and stuff like that. I also want to just put this to like you growing as yourself and your relationship growing is a continuous process. Like for as long as y'all, we all live type thing. It's not like, oh shit, we didn't grow. Yeah, we finally hit like maturity type shit. Like that's not how, it's not a bond or nothing like that. It don't work like that. You, tell me so like, you gotta like, it's continuing by the time when we 60 and 70, Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Our plan is to still be together through in, through 80, whatever. Yeah. It's like, you're still building. You're still in a reinventing yourself and shit like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm dropping a lot of nuggets right now for other people watching. That's a lot, a lot of wisdom on the talk right now. And we, we ain't, we ain't got to go, like, because it's getting late. I got to 6 a.m. tomorrow, so I can't be up too late, but... um. Right. I'm saying y'all y'all we got the the final thoughts we can go through but one of the main things I wanted to touch on tonight you know what I'm saying one of our brothers you know what I'm saying we got graphene you know what I'm saying on the call right now so I need to know I need to hear something what's going on when is new music dropping tell him a little about um train of thought you know what I'm saying all that I need to know all that yeah and no, I got you uh so I just want to say first just the fact of like I appreciate y'all for supporting in a, in a sense anybody who don't know like after football in a sense I was trying to figure out kind of my path and or just really another outlet because at the end of the day while I love the sport of football it was an outlet for me you know what I'm saying when I'm on the field I didn't think about anything else like that was it when I was little so it's like when that was gone I was for I was left with my thoughts and that's like a scary thing in a, in a sense um depending on the type of thoughts you had and the experience you had. So for me, that was a scary thing, but like, I've always been a writer. I've always wrote, we always rapped and stuff. Like when I was high school, middle school, like that's always been, you know, hip hop is just that, it's as black as anything else. You know what I'm saying? As anything you can get type shit. So 
uh, for me, I just started recording in the summer um, when I was no longer playing ball. And um, it just really like, that was the only thing that brought me anywhere close to what football brought for me um, in a sense. First, writing it down, but then also like dealing with that and being able to deliver and feel like, okay, I should share this with the world. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, and graphene, that's my name partially because I couldn't go by my name, actual name for, for certain reasons. But then the other reason is like, I just Googled what the hardest material or the strongest material in the world was, really is what I did, pound for pound, because I always felt like that's who I was in football <laughs> and everything, you feel me? So it's like, that's what came up and, and I just went with that because I thought it sounded cool. But like um, this year, it's been a struggle, to be honest, to drop music just because um, I work a lot, like hella. So it's like, like I was telling them at the beginning, like only really get to record on maybe a weekend, but then it's like, I still have to do stuff with, with my partner and, and do other things. So like, that's the tough thing. But like, I, I started this year by drop, dropping a series called A Thought and a Half, which was just like my thoughts in general, um, different things that are on my mind. And that's like, I'm working on a song for it right now. My plan is to actually drop like two or three more songs just to like finish it and then drop it like all together as like the EP. Um, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm always writing. It's just finding the time to record. I record like right here. You see what I'm saying? Like my, my mic right there. I record and do everything right here. So it's like. And, he, um, you're, and you're on Apple Music. You're on Spotify. Apple, yeah, yeah. Apple Music, Spotify. Um, YouTube. Everything. YouTube, SoundCloud, everything, really. So you, and it was, you it was got some jail. It was crazy to me, Lonnie, because it's like, okay, yeah. I was making music and it, it was always something like me and you talked about like we all talked about okay making music but it was like Lonnie just did he started doing it you know what I'm saying and that was always the thing it was like yeah we're gonna do this yeah we we did that all the time we're like okay we're gonna drop this are we all gonna write some movies just doing it for fun but Lonnie just did it you know what I'm saying and I didn't really realize it until you know how they was doing that Spotify thing and they did the streams and stuff. Like, how many did you have, bro? It was like, what? Not, not hella, but it was just something that was like, for me to not ever think I was going to drop music. Like, you know what I mean? mean? Just Spotify was like 2000. And one thing with that is like, I had to really face the fact of like, and this comes to a lot of things. Like, I had to face the fact, part of it's toxic masculinity, part of it's just me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it was just my identity in general, but facing the fact that like, I was scared. Like I was trying to make up a whole lot of excuses for the reason I wasn't gonna drop or the reason shit wasn't ready yet. Boom, boom. But at the end of the day, it was the fact of like, if, if not scared as the word, but like the, the fear of other people, you know what I'm saying? Other people having the ability to judge you or fear of it not being what you wanted it to be type of thing. Where it's like, in my opinion, once I got through that, it makes everything, like my life is just better because it's like, I don't, I don't make music for like, of course I want everybody to hear my words and things like that because I feel like my words can impact people but like at the end of the day I make music because of how it feel for me and I'm not really worried of people can put 10 thumbs down and I'm gonna still go and make something you know what I'm saying because that's of the so like that's, that's, that's you gotta jump like you on a cliff you just gotta jump you just gotta go for it you know what I'm saying you gotta, you gotta attack life you know what I mean and just do what you love you know that's, yeah, that, that's crazy and like okay so you on Apple Music, you on Spotify, you on all that, man. We got to new music that be coming this in March. Is definitely some new music is be coming, and um, everything is building toward to my next project. Really, like I really got all of the songs written. It's just finding the time to record. Really, 
yeah. um, for my next project, but that's what really everything is building to. I'm gonna drop music in the yeah. meantime just because I feel like I gotta get it out. But and that's yeah. you got anything for us, like any type of oh my bad, like titles, like what what's the next song title? Wait, 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 wait. Before, before you get to that, before you get to that, we'll let him get to that. We're gonna let him get to that. I want to say based off like what he was just saying, just to keep the conversation part going, that's a huge reason why for myself too, because I've always had these ideas. I've always had BB4L, you know what I'm saying? I have sweatshirts, I've made, you know what I'm saying? I've always had this stuff, but it's like, not even that, it was more so like, I'm just kind of scared of what other people think. And like, they'll think like, oh yeah, he's just a SoundCloud rapper. He's just, everybody's doing this now. Everybody's trying to, you know what I'm saying? Even the podcast, you know what I'm saying? We made the, this is episode two. The first podcast was, you know what I'm Last saying? Year. Was it 2019? Yeah, well, we've been, the thing is we've been talking like, like if we would have recorded all our conversations ever, we would have been on episode 200 by 200 <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? And I have the first one, and the first one's gonna drop before this right now. It's not me right now, it's the JT, it's on JT's computer. So, and he, <laughs> you know how, like, it's, it's I'm not getting through to him. Like, he just has to yeah. put a flash drive in there. I went on Amazon, I sent him a flash drive. Yeah. He just, you know. like, he just hasn't done it. He hasn't sent it back to me. So I'm waiting on him. Y'all see the USB drive? Yes, bro. <laughs> like I sent him that, bro, because I'm like, he's like, I can't send the files. I'm like, you're not trying, bro. But it's like, that's, that's a whole different thing. But that was big. It's like, I just had to do it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was caring about what other people think. Like, ah, this is not going to really make it. You know what I'm saying? But I had to go. I made the Instagram. I made the YouTube. So we're about to, I'm going to start posting stuff and just putting it out there because it's like, like who cares like this is what i like and, and that's the thing it's like a lot of times what i had to realize and one thing that's kind of what i made my the song stereotype that i dropped my most recent uh, song i dropped actually was kind of about that like the fact of like worrying about like people being like oh this nigga doing this because he don't play ball no more like oh this is a football yeah. turn rapper he just ready to fit into every stereotype from the hood it's just like but yeah. then he's like breaking them by the same time by like oh graduating with this boom working here boom boom so it's like that dichotomy in a sense but it's like, at the end of the day, it came to a realization in my head, and I don't know if this will help y'all or whoever listening, but like, that at the end of the day, people, the way people work, we in like such a political realm that it's like, people, you only gonna either get positive comments, whether they true or not, whether people really fucking with you or not, people gonna either say like, oh, that's fire, or if they don't like it, they not finna comment nothing negative, they just not gonna say nothing. So you either only gonna hear positive thing or hear nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like really no lose, lose. In my head, it was like, oh damn, like I don't know. You know, it's all of the different things. But at the end of the day, it's really you critiquing yourself and not other other people. You know what I mean? Because right. I didn't heard way more positive stuff than I've told myself originally. You know what I mean? So it's, it's stereotypes out now, right? Yeah, stereotype out. out now. Need, they need to all go get that. I need. Let me. Let me hear the start it off, bro. I just need to hear it, bro. Just give well, me the first rap on stereotype. Well, you saying like the beginning of the verse? Beginning of it, because I think that's just that one hit me because I'm playing it in my car and I'm like, okay, okay. Then the first line is like, what? Uh, he just he's going in. He's about to talk to you. I need to hear it. Come on. So I want to say it. like the beginning of it. So I made the song on a different beat first. I just want to say that, and then it was like. Pretty much, I always show my girlfriend mm -hmm. and then my like little brother and my big brother and my uh, mom. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, or I send them at least the beat, if not the song. Yeah. And they was just like, beat. I feel like what you're saying harder than beat, pretty much. So I had to go through, find all the beat, boom, boom, yeah. boom. But it's like, for most of my songs, like if you listen, it you'll see it's like a sample in it type of thing. So that beginning part of J Cole talking in the interview. Um, about being a stereotype and like it's an interview that ain't even had no video, but like just an old interview type yeah. thing. And then from there go into being like football player, 
football player to a rapper, I'm a stereotype. All right. Vince, like, all right, I almost forgot. And sending signals through your stereo is a scariest sight. Right. They say the music all along can lead to aerial heights. Oh, wow. Right. And then it's New Year, I'm in a bag that you can't carry on flights. This is just in like a true. bag that you can't yeah. carry on flights. And that's just like true. Just my goal of this year, you know what I'm saying? And then everything else, it's a lot of bars that people are not going to get unless I do the genius for it. But that's why I ain't even going to. Like, I'm, my goal is to make that's music to listen and not to, not to just hear it. You know what I'm saying? But if you just hear it, that's why it's like I had to find a middle ground of like, okay, catchy. But then at first, I just wanted people to just listen. But I know that's not how people listen yeah. to music nowadays. People are not just listening to the bars, to be honest. So I got to at least draw them in with the whatever melody or however my delivery is. Then people can listen and, and maybe understand it later on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just how it is. But to go off of what Leek was saying, just to address whatever is coming next, the song I'm working on, like I said, is called, um, is actually called uh, We Could Fly, right? And this is book by Virginia Hamilton. I think that's her last name. I don't, I don't want to mess it up. But um, talking about they could fly, talking about like there, there were once slaves who could fly, right? But then they shed their wings when they came over here. You know what I'm saying? But and pretty much like had to hide the fact the fact that they could fly back when it was in Africa type thing. And it's like kind of the concept. I found the sample or heard about like the book and the sample and everything after I made the song. But it's just about like kind of our fixation with flying. Uh, flying away from different things, whether that's you know what I mean. Um, I, I don't want to I don't want to give away the song, but like just yeah, yeah. I think yeah. getting away. You know what I'm saying? Like that's every at least if you from where I'm from, everything's about getting away. Every imagination is about getting away. You're not dreaming of being the owner of the corner store down the street. You see, what I'm saying you're dreaming of getting as far away as possible. So like the fixation of that, um, and then touching on also some things that's just important to me, which are like you know what I'm saying Black Lives and things like that. So. That's huge. We just got we just got a little exclusive into, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it'll probably drop by, by the time they hear this. By the time they hear this, it'll probably drop. Don't say. Yeah, and, and then that one, and then I'm trying to drop one with that called Free Falling, which is yeah. kind of old to black women in a sense. Um, whoever doesn't know, today's the 28th of February. Next month is International Women's Month. Um, and I wrote this way before. Like, I wrote this a while ago, actually. But it's just the fact of, like, the first lines I kind of thought of like in the summer where I was like, I, I had a dream that like God was a black woman pretty much. And y'all remember we had that conversation leaking Mo. I don't remember if y'all remember, but like the, the fact of like a lot of the things, um, a lot of the traits we think of in God, uh, we see those, at least personally, I see those most res mostly resembled in black women in my life. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, kind of around that, but also just like, the different things around um we, we fight a lot for like black lives in general mm -hmm. um or we fight for different different battles women's lives in general you know what i'm saying but like the most marginalized is our black woman you know what i mean 100%. and within our the black community there's a lot of like it's a lot of men who like hate women in a sense you know what i'm saying so it's, it's touching on that um and, and it's it's a taught behavior but it's like a lot of stuff that goes down to where it's like um i don't feel like we protect black women like we should or you know what I'm saying honor them, honor them in a way, so that's what that one about. Just tell me, but yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. We're gonna start, and what we're gonna do is, um, we're gonna start. You know, what I'm saying this is just episode two, but we'll have like you know, what I'm saying special guests come on, you know, what I'm saying, uh, um, 
on the different things. You know what I'm saying? We got to support the black businesses. You know what I'm saying? Black oh, action. Wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black food. That's you know what I mean? Whoever started that, because I think that's what this platform should be used for. You know what I mean? Especially we got to talk about what we got to talk about. But like, you know what I'm saying? You're an artist. You're trying to come up. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to blow up. You're about to do your thing. But there's other people too that don't have a platform to, you know what I'm saying, do that. So we're just building that platform so people that are not known right now can get put on. You know what I mean? But first we got to, you know what I'm saying, just talk our talk, you know what I'm saying, and try to inspire whoever we can. It could be five viewers. It could be 10,000 viewers. But who, all those viewers, they don't understand and they're going to see where we come from, you know what I mean, and just hopefully they take one thing from it, two things from it, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. But that's all we're trying to do. Just before any before we close, I don't want it to be about me. So yeah. I, I just want anybody else. I ain't gonna put y'all on blast about nothing, about <laughs> y'all talents or nothing. But is are there anything that we should be looking out for from any of y'all? That's that's all I'm gonna say. Me, so anytime. me not necessarily soon, but just general in general. I'm gonna let y'all go first and then because I'll end it and then I'll close it off. Cool. Wait, wait, what, uh, what, what was you drinking on? What was you drinking on over there before? Oh, come on. It was, um, Elbow made me a, a nice little whiskey uh, and Dr. Pepper mix. Wow, because I... Uh, no, wait. Now, this is actually uh, Diddy uh, tequila. Oh, wow. Uh, Dr. Pepper mix, but yeah. yeah. I seen you sipping it slow, so I was like, oh, yeah, he got something over there. Uh, it, it was straight. Okay. No, okay. but I don't... Uh, to answer Lenny's question, uh, um, so one thing that I wanted to say before... We got off this at the beginning when I said that uh, words are super important. So I want to make sure that I say anybody who's listening, tell y'all for sure that power of life and death is in the tongue. So like whatever you say, whatever you want, whatever it is that you want to do, speak that shit and like be about it 100%. Because like if you don't tell yourself it, if, if you can't tell yourself that you want to do it, like you got to start there and then everything else can start. And like building off of that, I'm just going to be more, uh, let's say, critical about the words that I choose and the words I choose to post. And the words I choose to exhibit and give to the world. So that's that's what I'm gonna answer to Lenny. That's what's up. You said what? Go ahead. Last word, last word. What do you have that people uh, should look for? Like what do you like what do you do? Yeah. Is like what's going on in Mo Bradford's life? There's only one Mo incredible, you know what I'm saying? The urban planner, you know what I'm saying? Tell me something. Oh, okay. So what I'm trying to do, so I'm like I already talked about, I'm a city planner. Um, but what I'm most passionate about is um, community engagement and participatory planning. So, um, you know, a, a big conversation, especially in light of like COVID and, you know, a lot of resurgence of social justice movements, you know, we have this conversation about equity. What does equity mean? And um, in the development sector, um, you know, a big part of how we answer that question is how we talk to our communities and how we engage our communities. And so um, working from a private sector um, that is supposed to, that is responsible for a lot of the community engagement that goes into, you know, city developments, um, you know, the way we develop affordable housing, the way we do any, any project, um, I'm responsible for that. And so, in, in our sector, it's community engagement is, is not where it needs to be. It doesn't answer questions related to cultural preservation. It doesn't answer questions related to, you know, um, how do we get quality, qualitative data from the people that we're helping? You know, how, how do we, 
how do we ask questions so that what we build is what actually helps people? Mm-hmm. And so knowing that that's having uh, like a, having the right tools and answering the right questions is something that we lack as, as professionals in the development sector. You know, I, I uh, wanna spend time uh, developing a, um, a community engagement toolkit. Um, and that's something I'm gonna be doing, like developing over the years. It's probably gonna be something that I like, I capstone as one of my uh, things that I do in my life. Um, I want to create, develop a toolkit that is um, like res- well researched. That basically says, you know, these are the tools that you need to use to um, engage this community. If you have this amount of time, you need to use this tool. These are the questions that it will answer, et cetera, et cetera. This is how you need to engage the community. These are the types of things that you need to be concerned about with this community, and all, and all these kind of things. So it's a lot of it's a whole big project, but um, that's something I'm going to be working on. I want to pursue that research in grad school, um, and yeah, I want to I want to I want to bring it to the world when it's ready. Um, that could be uh, I can develop it through you know working for a city, um, mm-hmm. and I and I want to bring it to like the development world, especially private sector, and you know, hopefully kind of standardize the way we. Um, you know, talk to the people who need to be listened to the most. That, that, that's big. And I think um, just hearing Mo talk and hearing all of us talk, one thing people watching this podcast should know is like, not just football, but football, like for me and all of us, you know what I'm saying? We know about football. People that are young, in high school, going to college, trying to go to the NFL, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Reach out to us, talk to us, we're here. But even in life, you know what I'm saying? You see, we're all doing different things in our life from job, work advice, career advice, college advice. This is what we're here for. This is what this platform is for. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put our Instagrams down here. If you're going to DM us, um, comment under the video, whatever whatever it is, that's what this is for. You know what I'm saying? Any businesses, Black businesses, it doesn't have to be Black businesses, all businesses. If you're creating something, you know what I'm saying? This is what this platform is for. Just hit us up and you could be a part of this. You know what I mean? That, that's all I got to say. But Right now, for me, based off the question Lonnie said, um, what are we doing? 4L, I got the Instagram. Go follow the Instagram. I'm going to post this on the Instagram. I'm going to post this on the YouTube. I'm going to post it on the Twitter. And I'm saying all that. I'm going to post this there so you can see more episodes. We're going to try to, you know what I'm saying? We're all busy. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to do more of these. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to break this up. And we got an old one. We got an old one from, I think, was it 2019 or 2020? Was it 2020? Was it 2020? We have another one in 2020 that's going to drop too. So, you know what I'm saying? This is episode two of the 4 podcast. You know what I'm saying? This is us. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's the real. You got to feel Hey, make sure you guys go like, comment, and subscribe if you guys like the video. Please tap in to when the next episodes are coming out. Trust me, you will not regret it. We got more juiciness coming. We got more conversations coming. We got more sports. We got more love. We got more everything. We got more forever. So go like, comment, and share. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can know when the next videos are dropping. 
Soul, I'ma fight to change the story that is told about this yellow tape. Playing instrumentals when I'm riding through the countryside.